you like your interface? Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, it's so simple, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's made things a lot easier, and now I just need to get a better microphone. If you're a good boy for Christmas, <laughs> I'm not going to get you one. Uh, the fucking Mexican pizza's back. It is, and I think, think I've had like at least 10. <sighs> and it came back on the 15th, so 10. That's 13 days. I've had 10 in the past 13 days. That's uh, unhealthy. It is, but guess what? I don't give a fuck, dude. So I've vowed to myself that as soon as I can walk properly and not hurt myself and not be in pain the whole time, I am uh, joining a gym. I'm tired of being fat. I uh, thought you were going to say something about as soon as I can walk again and I'm done with my injury, I'm going to get a fucking Mexican pizza. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to go walk in, bro. <laughs> I'm going to walk into Taco Bell this time to get one. <laughs> like, you've already bro, that's, had 10. That's the shit part about it, though, bro. Like, it, like I can't, unless Gabby's home or someone takes me, I just can't walk into places because it's such a fucking nightmare to hold a door open, much less, like, two doors. Right. And, like, so I, I'm strictly drive through until Gabby gets home. I'm a little puppy waiting at the fucking door for my owner to get home to feed me. I don't mind the drive through though. Bro, do it for three months and then tell me if you don't mind it. Like that, I want to go. I want to go into a fucking restaurant, walk in and go eat. Like, like my favorite pizza spot here in town. I can't go to. Shout out Melting Pot, uh, because Mid. for some stupid reason they have two fucking doors, and <laughs> <laughs> to be on crutches and go through two doors is a fucking nightmare. This is like the corner store that I took you to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but check this out. So you walk through it, and then you, you take immediate right through another door, and then it's usually packed. So uh, I mean, it is just stupid. But it's, it's all coming handicap accessible. No, dude, <laughs> dude, <Not> dude. <laughs> so uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, and I know I I know it almost got brought up, and I told Trout to shut the fuck up. I don't think oh, I can yeah. call Trout stupid anymore. Hmm. Is it? I, I'm curious because there's no other good explanation for him. So, yeah, I and and I called him stupid today when we were all FaceTiming. I don't think I can mm -hmm. do that anymore because he fucked me up. We were playing games, uh, video games, and because mm -hmm. you weren't around. So I got stuck playing with just Trout. Appreciate that. Don't um, worry about it. Sounds awful. So I don't know where the question came from. I don't bother asking that because it's Trout. And shit like that is just going to come out of his mouth. But I think I gave him the stupidest response that could have been given from anybody on this planet. So I want right. to ask you the same question. And I want to see... <laughs> this was a question from Trout, right? Yeah. And I want to okay. see what your response is. So that way I hopefully feel better about myself and can sleep at night. Look, you're going to make me look stupid in front of God and fucking everybody. And you look stupid to Trout, but I'm going to look stupid to everybody listening. <laughs> so thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, to be fair. To be, to be fair, fair. I'm going oh. to tell you what my response was as well. Okay. But I want yours first. Okay. If you could be any. <laughs> I hate this so much already. <laughs> 
Can't even do it. If you could be, <laughs> if you could be any mythical creature, <laughs> what would you be? Like any mythical creature ever. If you could be any mythical creature ever, what would you be? I'm pretty sure that was the way he worded it. Maybe he said um, if like if if any mythical creature was like a real thing, what would you want it to be? Okay. Um I don't know, man. I feel like it'd be really cool to see dragons all the Mother time. Motherfucker. Or to be one. What? You know what a mythical creature is. You're dumb. You're dumb <laughs> as a brick, all boy. Right, so I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to clue everybody into a conversation that we had a little bit earlier. I can't afford to lose any inches, Luke. Because oh, I can't God. afford to lose 24 IQ points. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's just getting less and less available for my mother to listen to this podcast. No, I'm not going to say what it was. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, I can't, I can't afford to lose anything. I'm not working with much as it is. But I'm obviously not working with even less of an IQ. Bro, let me bring my up response, something real quick. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on. You do IT. I'm not going to tell people where. But you do IT for an entire fucking county. People rely on you for their internet to make things run smooth in the digital world. Don't and get me don't wrong. Know, you don't know what a mythical creature is? Don't get me wrong. You come to me with anything dealing with IT, I'm going to fix it. Or you need me to play drums, I'm going to be able to play them. You need me to work on your car, I'm going to be able to do that. You need me to build you something like carpentry or fix some plumbing or electrical, to a point, I can do all of that. But the second you ask me if I could be... <laughs> a something mythical... on a fourth grade reading level. <laughs> something you learn in elementary school. Oh God, You're out. Even, You're just straight even, fucking out. I don't even want to say what the fuck I said though. <laughs> Oh no, you you've already fucking opened this can of worms. You you And I to. said it with such seriousness because I was like, I know exactly what the fuck a mythical creature is. So my response is valid. And then Trout just starts laughing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Like it's my, so bad that Trout is laughing at well, you. Well, yeah, and I'm I like mean, I'm wow. like, is that like a bad answer to you? Do you not agree at all? Because I think it's a pretty fucking solid answer. And he's like, bro, that's not what a mythical creature is. I want to be a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit, kid. What? All right. What do you think came out of my mouth? Like, try and get the, as close as you can to what came out of my mouth. Bro, like, I know what a mythical creature is. So, I, I cannot fathom what you said. Um, like I can only think of real things. Like, did you say you wanted to be like a, like a shark or something? No, that would have been a much more logical response than what Cause I like, gave. Cause like, I'm thinking you got aquatic and mythical <laughs> mixed up or something. I wish I, I that can't. was all it was. Dude, I, I need to hear it. I, I, I can't think of anything. So he asked me the question and straight as like straight face, like somebody had a gun to my head. I told him, I was like, oh, dude, easy. I'd want to be a ninja. <laughs> God damn it. You got to spit it out. You got to spit it out. I was like, easy, bro. I'd want to be a ninja turtle. <laughs> a mythical. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah. I said ninja turtle. No, 
No, you didn't. I did, bro. I did. So I still haven't recovered from that. I need to call Trout and apologize Man. after this for calling him stupid earlier. Like but I said, you I never can't. Did huh? like reports on like mythology and shit? No, dude, I'm not into fucking any of that stuff. So you never gonna, did that in school? No. The only report dude, I, remember, I ever remember giving in school was uh, that I didn't think that Kurt Cobain shot himself. That was my 12th grade final English exam or like project thingy report that I had to give. And I did it I on can, Kurt Cobain. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Yeah. But dude, I distinctively remember, I want to say it was seventh or eighth grade that I did uh, a mythology report because that's what we were learning at the time. Like I did it on Pegasus. I made a fucking giant Pegasus and like, uh, the Greek mythology. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. I remember doing that distinctively, but you're just dumb. That's that like, Caroline County learning there, Jack. Yeah, dude. That was literally <laughs> problem. That has to be top five dumbest things I've ever said. <laughs> My dad drives a Ram fifteen hundred. But he starts laughing at me, and I'm like, "How the fuck am I supposed to know? I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I don't know this shit." And then it's also a stupid response to tell somebody that when you've already looked stupid because the two don't even. Yeah. So no, no. Dungeons and Dragons have nothing to do with Ninja Turtles. None of it has <laughs> anything to do with Ninja Turtles. Start the fucking podcast. Yo, welcome to the podcast. I'm Luke. I'm stupid. <laughs> Very stupid. Your rule of the week is road trips, traveling, vacations, things of that nature. So um, we have an episode that we're keeping in the pocket for a little while. We were going to do it this week. Uh, but we had some things come up to where we couldn't. And so we're going to keep you in suspense. It's going to be a really good, fun podcast episode. But this week we're going to talk about, uh, Kyle toured a lot when he was younger in a band. And I have taken a lot of road trips for vacation, family and hunting and stuff. So, uh, we're going to talk about all the good times and shit we had on that. And if Kyle can get through an episode without being stupid. You do know what a road trip is, right? <laughs> I did that a lot more than fucked around with dragons, so I think I'll be all right. Hell yeah. Well, uh, how was your week? Uh, it was it was very good. Um, ended shit, but was very good until it ended shit. Uh, it right. was a Madeline weekend, so that's always the best. Um, right. And I, you saw the story. I finally did her treasure hunt. So, like, I showed up to... Uh, her apartment and was like, or I, I've been calling her all week and I'm like, yeah, because she's really into Dora the Explorer right now. So I'm like, right. yeah, Dora left something for me or for you at my house and I don't know what it is and trying to get her excited, but she's too. So she's like, oh yeah, whatever. And uh, <laughs> don't so care. I, <laughs> so I show up and I give her like this treasure map and she said, you or I was like, she said, you know, you would know what it is, blah, blah, blah. So I take her back to the house and like we're walking around and I hid the the treasure in one of the cabinets in my kitchen. So like I'm like, oh, is it under your bed or is it in your closet? Is it in Dada's room? So finally she gets to the kitchen cabinet and it's like a door of the Explorer, like the backpack with the map. And it's got like this whole adventure kit in there for her with like binoculars and all sorts of shit. So she was having fun with that. And then 
we took all that stuff to the playground the next day and we did like 38 fucking treasure hunts. Nice. Yeah. So we did that. And, uh, and then on Sunday, uh, we took her to get her Halloween costume. Um, and she's been talking a mess of shit that she wants to be a witch. So we showed her like all the witch costumes and she picked one out, but then she started screaming because it was in spirit where like they have like those like 10 foot tall, like demons and shit when you walk in the door. Oh, okay. She does not like that. So, uh, she took her outside while I paid for everything. Fucking $70 for a small ass witch costume. Dude, and just shit ain't cheap no more. No. So. Side note on the spirit thing. Have you seen the memes uh, that come from spirit stores? No. Dude, there's this huge running joke that anytime a town has something like vacant, uh, that oh, there's yeah. like a spirit store lurking behind a tree. <laughs> oh my God, that shit cracks me the fuck up. I mean, it's true though. Oh man, they put them at, where was this one at? Uh, This one was out uh in central park i don't know what it used to be they used to put it at the old best buy in massaponics every year but i don't know what this used to be so it's just a random ass building and they're like oh yeah you remember uh where cc's was in central park yeah yeah it's right next to that okay okay so That's, that's good well that sucks you had to spend so much but i'm sure she was really excited no, it. yeah. Did she already she tried was, on and everything? Or? Oh, yeah, she did, of course. Hell yeah. So Hell she's yeah. really excited. Um, it was really fun to get to do that with her. And and then uh, the bills lost. So my whole weekend was That, that was bullshit. We, um, I was in a Discord with some buddies watching it. And I know you were at your family's house watching it, right? Yeah, I was at or that. We, okay. And, um, I, you know, I, I could give fuck less about football. But, like, I know you're a Bills fan. So I'm like, yo, go Bills. And we were watching it, and at the end there, uh, the, the clock was running out. They needed to spike the ball, and a defender grabbed your receiver and, like, slowed him up just enough to where when he was ready to snap the ball that uh, the time ran out. So I was like, yo, fuck that guy. Yeah, and I didn't even care about that. It's like, why, why didn't you just run out of bounds? Our kicker can kick over 55 yard field goals you're within 35 yards why the fuck yeah, he, didn't you he just was, run out of bounds that uh that line that they essentially like put digital that's like this is the field goal limit yeah. or whatever that is he was past that by like what five yards yeah and it don't mean shit to our kicker so right. and so, you, so, so your dude's accurate. proven then yeah very okay and it just oh my god the like the worst part about it is not that we lost it's that we lost to the fucking Dolphins. Dude, because, they're 3-0. Oh. Huh? They're 3-0. and oh. And it's all bullshit, dude. Like, they're like, oh, we beat the Bills. We're the, we're the top team in the NFL. Like, bro, we had no starters on defense. And by the end of the game, because of the amount of heat exhaustion, we didn't even have but one starter on our O-line. And it's like, you, you didn't beat the Bills. You beat people that are on our practice squad. So I, I, I hate when we lose to the Dolphins. And it's been like, that was the eighth game. So seven straight games of beating them. So that's like three years. And then we lose 
and it's like it's fucking it's terrible. a kick in the nuts because then i have to listen to like my friend who's a dolphins fan and be like no dude i mean i really think we can do something this and it's like shut the fuck up dude <laughs> i really think we got it this year no, Sandy. you don't shut up so <laughs> so uh like you kept saying yesterday about eminem I mean, that's an l bro that's an l on paper you, you that is an it, l it, but people, it's an L, bro. And I'm gonna no be, buts, I'm, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. No, it's an L, <laughs> <laughs> douchebag. It's an L. But I have to butt, and the butt is that if we play them again, full fucking team, we are going In- to stomp them. Especially so, if you pay them at home. So the reply that should have been game is going to fucking obliterate them. Uh, well, you know, it's still an L. Anyway. How was your week? Um, it was decent. I got surgery last week, so we skipped a uh, week for the pod. It was our first week in five weeks that we didn't record. And I felt so weird, bro. I meant to tell like you that. I, it was like, it feels like we haven't done this at all now. I felt like I was late to work, to yeah. be honest with you. Like, every, like I was fucking loopy as shit. But you did awful. a good job making our Facebook and all that. Yeah, if we, uh, we have a Facebook now, and it's linked in our stuff. So. Shout out to Luke, who knows what mythical creatures are. Thank you. I have a brain. <laughs> and so, uh, shout out to my cousin, Sam Cam Photography. Uh, find her on Facebook. I took, or uh, Mel took the pictures, but she, my cousin, took the pictures and edited them for us and did the best she could with our grainy-ass photos. Right. Um. So... You know, eventually we're going to have like an official like go take a picture with her uh, because she's a phenomenal photographer. But I think our, our our pictures that we got turned out really well. Oh, I do too. Um, But yeah, uh, so I got surgery on Monday and that went, dude, let me tell you something. Uh, I think I already told you this, but I'll put it on the podcast too. So I, whenever I get stuck with needles to like get blood drawn or get an IV, it's a fucking nightmare. Right. Uh, my my veins are really deep. It's it's hard for doctors and nurses to find them. So when the initial nurse came in, I told her I was like, "Hey, just to let you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm like a hard stick." It, it's so she poked me. I think like four different times, and which that, to be honest with you, was dog shit. And she was like, "I, I think I finally found one." And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's there." And I was like. All right, cool. So I was there early, so I had to wait like two hours. And I got the IV, and it's just fucking hurting, bro. It's in like the ditch of my right arm. And you said that was the IV for the anesthesia? Yeah, this is the the drip bag IV. This is where they put the... This is where they access my, like, bloodstream. And, like, I'm like, man, this motherfucker hurts. So all within, like, a split two minutes... uh, like three different doctors come see me, an anesthesiologist, and they're like, all right, we're gone. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I go back there and they're talking to me. There's like six people in this fucking room. And then I finally see my doctor I've been dealing with. I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, so this anesthesiologist is like talking to me and getting ready and stuff. And then all of a sudden my arm starts burning and they're like, yeah, it burns a little bit. And I'm like, yo, this thing fucking hurts. And they're looking at me. They're like, you're tired? I'm like, not a fucking bit. Like, not at all. And the fucking, the the vein, the needle in the vein had like switched to where it wasn't in the vein anymore. And so they just shot 
anesthesia stuff in my fucking arm. And, dude, I haven't felt pain like that in a long fucking time. It's weird that they put that in you, and even though it's not going into your bloodstream, you still don't fall asleep from it. Yeah, it has to be in your fucking bloodstream because it happened. They did it again, bro. They did it two fucking times. And it got in my fucking arm again. And this nurse, she was an older lady. She was like rubbing my arm and like massaging it almost. And she was like, it's okay. I know it hurts. And I'm like, bro, like my hand's shaking because it hurts so fucking bad. And then finally they were like, oh, we're going to put it up next to your shoulder. And I was like, I don't give a fuck where you put it. Just fucking do it. And uh, he was like, do you taste anything? I was like, yep. Yeah, I was like, I'm starting to buzz. Put me out. <laughs> he, uh, he fucking, he was like, all right, night. And I do the next thing. I, <laughs> night, I was, night. Yeah, pretty much. And next thing I remember, I was, Gabby was sitting there and uh, big shout out to Gabby. I requested a cold ginger ale and that's what the fuck I had when I woke up. So that oh, was yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I'm healing good from that. Uh, I just, uh, am dealing with fucking doctors now. And, Never it fun. is a, oh my God, bro. Oh, don't get me wrong. A lot of them are easy, but they're receptionists. I can't fucking get a word in. They ask me a question and then I go to answer it and they say one other thing. I got an idea so it, for you. Oh my God. It's just a constant fucking like interruption session for like 10 minutes and it fucking sucks. But what's your, what's your idea? I got an idea. When you call the doctor's office to do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. When they answer the phone, hi, how you doing? This is so-and-so. Just be like, do you know what a mythical creature is? And if they say anything close to Ninja Turtle, you need to talk to somebody else. I don't trust you. Can I speak to your supervisor, please? (laughs) (laughs) That's good, man. I'm glad you're healing well. Yeah, it's looking like hopefully in two weeks I can walk, which will be fucking amazing because I haven't walked in since July 14th. So you don't think you'll be walking at all when we go to Pittsburgh? Mm, my stitches get out that week, so I might. Well, I'll see. I wouldn't imagine you would want to do a lot of walking, though. I mean, I could try and do a little. Like, I can put pressure on my heel, which is fucking awesome. Nice. And very helpful. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. So where do you want to start? Uh, uh, let's, let's get into... Let's start with Pittsburgh, since we already br- brought it up. Okay. So, uh, I think I've already brought it up before, but I can't remember. But Kyle uh, is him and Nick, my buddy Nick Mateko, and Kyle are the best men in my wedding. Um, and Kyle was like, yo, I uh, won. I got you a present. <laughs> <laughs> I won. I'm so cool. Um, so, Kyle got me and him tickets. Uh, we tried to get Nick. He's got prior obligations, but he got us tickets to go see the Penguins on the 7th of October. And that's going to be fucking sick. Uh, we're right behind the fucking bench, which is just crazy. That I, I mean, I've gone to plenty of games in Pittsburgh, but um, I've never been that close. And I'm so fucking excited, dude. Yeah, man. I hope it's a good time. Yeah, it should be. Um, so I've, I've gone to Pittsburgh probably 10, 15 times, roughly. And, and would you say they were all for games? All for games. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I, when COVID happened, we went because we usually go right around my birthday because there's always a, a Sharks Penguins game, which Gabby's favorite team is the Sharks. Right. Uh, um, and we'll go up there for my birthday. We'll go to my favorite restaurant. 
and then we'll go to a game. But in 2020, when COVID was happening, we went up there and went on a tour with this guy around the city of Pittsburgh. And it was actually really sick. Uh, I learned a lot about Pittsburgh. He showed me like, showed us because him, uh, Gabby and my little sister were with me and we, we found a pizza spot that was open. That was really good. It was actually this, it's like, is brick pizza. So it's like the square, yep. almost like a Sicilian pizza. Yep. Um, but they, they make the pizza and then they put cold cheese on top of it and it stops. You can eat it right out the oven because it stops the cheese and the sauce from burning the roof of your mouth. Really? Yeah. It it was like, it wasn't the best pizza I've ever had, but it was right. really good. It, it, it was rated like seven, three or something like that. Okay. And so it, it was decent pizza, but that year was one of the years we didn't get to go to a hockey game. But, um, so some of the the times that we've been up there that's made the trip worth it, because I'll warn you now, um, and I want to get into why this is a big trip for you, but uh, the drive sucks. The, the fucking drive sucks. It's boring as shit. Naturally. Uh, yeah. But once you, being a sports fan, and we've talked about this multiple times about like when we were, I think it was a grandparents episode when we were talking about like, being in Bill's country and being in Penguin's country. Like, yeah. One of my favorite things is because, like, around here, a lot of it's caps. Like, Washington Capitals rule around here, and, and it sucks because it's like, oh, I'm the odd man out. But when I get into Pittsburgh, dude, one of my favorite parts of that drive is when you get closer to the stadium, everybody has a Penguin's flag on their fucking door, or, or someone has a Penguin's sign out in their front yard, or a Penguin's mailbox. And then when you get to the stadium, it is a sea of fucking Penguins jerseys. And it's just shit that I don't get to experience around here. Right. So that is, that's probably one of my favorite parts of those, that trip is finally getting to the general area. Um, I think the first time I ever went was with my sister, Spencer. And that was... Probably like my third hockey game. I'd been to hockey games like around uh, Virginia going to Caps Penguins games in DC, but she was like, hey, uh, and this was when my sister was still in college. I, I don't know how she pulled it off, but she was like, hey, I got us Penguins tickets for your for Christmas. I was like, no fucking way. So uh, I was like, I finally get to go to Pittsburgh for my first game. Uh, and well, my first game in Pittsburgh. So we're playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. And uh, I get there and I'm like, uh, it's my first time experiencing all the people going to the Penguin Stadium. And I'm just in seventh heaven, dude. She got me awesome seats. And it was a sea of Penguin jerseys. And there was one Columbus Blue Jacket fan. It was this lady. And I'll never forget. There's two things about this, this uh, trip that I won't forget. This lady was the most obnoxious human being on this on the earth. She knew every fucking player on the roster. She was screaming their names like she was the assistant coach or the fucking medical <laughs> assistant. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, just fucking losing it the whole time. And I'm like, bitch, do you know where you are? And so <laughs> my sister nudges me. She was like, she's really annoying. I was like, I know. So it got to this point where uh, we had gone up to their end with the puck and lost it. She was like, yes. And so the guy passed it, made a good pass through the center. And she was like, yes. 
And he made another pass. So, of course, this fucking lady's like, yeah. <laughs> and then he fucking just gets laid the fuck out. And we take the puck. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and fucking the whole section erupted just laughing. And that lady didn't say a fucking word the rest of the night. Nice. Dude, it was so funny. I mean, I'm going to be um, that lady, but I'm not going to be screaming like that. Oh, dude. I mean, I expect you to be. This is your first Bills game. Or not Bills, but uh, Sabres game, right? No. This will be my second Sabres game. Okay, you and Pops? You and your dad went to a Sabres game in DC? Yeah, we went and saw the Sabres play the Caps for the... I think they called it the President's Cup. Presidential Cup or some shit. Mm, What? Mm. It wasn't like anything special. Uh, but that was supposedly the name of it or something. And we beat them. Uh, and then we I got in a know fight. What a and we beat that. Cup is. Uh, we beat them in the fight too. So that was awesome. That's fucking tight. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Fuck the caps. That was my fuck first time being on TV cap. at one of those live events. So my really? Mom, yeah. Like my mom taped it and shit. <laughs> no shit. Did she see you? Uh, no, she just taped it and then we came home and told her where we saw us up on the Jumbotron because that was back when you like had to record shit on DVDs like when you wanted to tape it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I got yeah. you. That's tight. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other thing in that in that we uh we went to overtime and our captain Sidney Crosby scored. And that was my first game and dude uh it was near the end of the season, so it was right after Christmas going into January. So uh, once you get closer to the playoffs, this obviously the stands start to fill up a lot more. And I'm, dude, I'm telling you, there wasn't an empty seat of the house. And the Columbus Blue Jackets are a blue team, uh, blue jerseys. And I just saw yellow and black fucking stand up. Hell and yeah. you didn't see shit else. And the fucking yelling and everybody was screaming. And the floor was vibrating under my feet. Oh, dude, it those live events fun. are awesome. Oh. You you can't beat them, dude. I no. mean, I I've been to a lot since then, and I've been super lucky that I've only seen the Penguins lose once. So out of all the hockey games I've been to, we've only lost once, and it is just it's phenomenal to go to those games, man. Oh, I'm sure. Um, my shit is more with wrestling. I've been to a lot of wrestling shows. Um, right, but, and I went to one of those with you. That was in did. DC too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was right before yeah. WrestleMania when John Cena was fighting The Rock for the second year. Right, right. Yeah, that was fun. That was tight, man. So, uh, I want you to explain why this trip is so important to you. Not so much that me and you are going on a road trip to go to a hockey game for like my bachelor, like, present thing and and we get to see our favorite hockey teams but uh explain to me why it's a big deal well i hate that you asked me to be a best man and then like three days later i'm like yo we're going to a hockey game i feel like dude that you caught me so far off guard i was like this is so fucking cool yeah but i wish it would have been a little further out um but Nonetheless, it's a big trip for me just because ever since I got my diagnosis of MS, which I talked about a couple episodes ago, um, it's really hard for me to drive places because of what driving does with my vision and things like that. But So I've been trying to go further and further um, now that I'm on medication and things like that. So I've been trying to, like a, driving to Front Royal is a two-hour trip, and then um, you know going to Pittsburgh is going to be a six-hour trip for me, but 
more so a four-hour trip because I'll drive to your house and then we'll drive out there and uh, then driving back at night. So it's going to be a huge deal for me to be able to do right. this. So, I mean, I'm super proud of you, man. Like, there was a long time we didn't know what was going on. So I was like, why doesn't this motherfucker want to drive anywhere? And, and I'm glad that... It's very... um hard for me to talk about it. Uh, well, right. it, it was at same first because I'm like super embarrassed that I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm not like, I feel weird about driving and then trying to explain myself. So I'm just like, no, I'd, I'd rather just stay at home and cut my grass. But dude, that's, that's super valid. Like when I went, our buddy Trout that we talk about a lot, I went to his bachelor party and we went to Bush Gardens and I'm in like one of the scooter things because I can't walk. I'm on my crutches. And I was embarrassed the whole fucking time. Like I didn't even like I didn't allow myself to have fun because I just was fucking embarrassed with it, with it. And it, and it sucks that that's how uh, our brains are wired to fucking react. Right. It's like it's something that to someone else, like like your situation to me and my situation to my friends I was with, they don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like we're all together and it's fucking awesome. But to us, it's like it's detrimental. It's like I I want to fucking hide my fucking face. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a tough thing to deal with, but um, you know, I'm just gonna try and deal with it. And to kind of bring out the selfish part of it is that I don't want to live a life where I can't take Madeline places. Like, exactly. what if she's like, I want to go to Disney World, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm too nervous to drive you. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna not, stay home and cut my grass, little girl. It ain't happening. Yeah, bro. Like, I, I'm not trying. Like. I don't want to be a bitch, you know? And that goes back to the men's mental health thing where it's so wired in your brain. You're like, don't be a fucking pussy, dude. And so yeah. I'm just trying not to be a fucking pussy, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, there is... I, I do agree that that's like a shit stigma, like don't be a pussy. But also, I do think there's situations where it's like, hey, you fucking got this, okay? You need to fucking suck it up and realize that you can overcome this situation. Yeah, and I think so I, I think it I comes think that's with what's time going on, right? Where it's like, okay, I'm ready to accept that I got this, rather than just people being like, "You got it, bro." Right? Yeah, it's 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 better to feel that confidence with yourself. But like, it's like when you got to my house coming from your house, you were like, "Dude, that was nothing. I had a good fucking time coming up here." Right. And I was like, "Dude, see," I was like, "You fucking you had it the whole time." And, and, you know, I, I won't know until it happens and we go, am I going to feel the same or am I going to be well, on the edge of my seat the whole time? I don't know. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, um, so you're comfortable ish, let's say ish from you to me. And yeah, when you pick not, me up, do problem. you think, do you think having me in the car and us having conversation, maybe we're talking about podcast episodes we're fucking you got a good red bull buzz going on <laughs> and we're just chilling do you think that's going to ease the blow of it i don't know uh it depends on cuz remember i told you every day is a roll of the dice so like right. uh i just had to do my injection on tuesday uh i okay. did it monday i was supposed to do it yesterday i ended up doing it monday cuz it worked out better so like i do the injection and I slept like a fucking king, bro. And right. uh, I feel like all the inflammation in my brain and my spine went down a bunch. Um, and I can always tell because every night I try and crack my back to see how inflamed I am. And like I was mm -hmm. able to get like two cracks, which is, I know it's not a big number, but that's huge for me. 
So like, I know that that means that things are looking up, but like the shots also give me like a really shitty boost of energy. Like, uh, you ever had five hour energy drinks? Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of what the shots do to me. Um, Hmm. where like, I might be more clear headed, but at the same time, I can't think because of how shitty that boost to energy is. It's weird. It's like too much of a rush almost. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just really weird and hard to explain because everybody has a different experience with it. Like you ask 10 other people and they're going to say something different. Um, right. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, worst comes to worst, leave my ass on the side of the road and have fun in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I, I really don't that. know. We're we're getting to Pittsburgh one way or the other. Uh, we are. We are. We are definitely getting Maybe to you're Pittsburgh. You're going to have fun. I would, say the, so, I would say the worst thing that could possibly happen is that I'm going to need you to drive home. Oh, dude. That's no problem. I've, ma- I've made that trip a thousand times. So I would say that that could that could potentially be the worst thing to happen. Right, because it's going to be nighttime. I, it, the, if the game doesn't go too, too long, which it shouldn't because it's preseason, um, uh, it should be done around like 10. And, and dude, uh, honestly, we go get a good energy drink from fucking 7-Eleven, bag of chips, and fucking roll down the road. Right. I mean, so uh, road trips to me are like, uh, which I'll get into. I want to bring up my trip uh, home from Montana with Gabby. Absolutely. Uh, that was a fucking nightmare, bro. But th- this is a piece of cake. I used to love being on the road. And I always right. thought for the longest time that that's why I didn't want to do it anymore. Is because I sowed my oats at a very young age. I was blessed to have very supportive and very lenient parents. Where they knew I was out fucking around. But they wanted me to get the full experience of what I wanted to experience. Because at the end of the day... Cannot relate. (laughs) At the end of the day, I wasn't out getting caught up. I wasn't out breaking the law. Um, I wasn't out uh, committing crime while breaking law. Uh, you know, just doing dumb shit. <laughs> I wasn't doing the same thing with different <laughs> words. Oh, you just did the fucking thing that you said you hate people I wouldn't do. say I did because I said breaking the law. Breaking and the law. You, you did it. You're contradicting yourself. Anyway, so, um, but I can't agree more. Your parents, to, get, to touch on them real quick, are two of the most supportive human beings that I've ever met. In my great, life. great fucking people. And so like my parents were the type of people where it was like, you're, you're, you go make mistakes. Do whatever you feel you need to do. Get it off your chest. And when you fuck up, I'm going to be there. But I'm going to let you know you fucked up. But then I'm right. going to pick you back up and, and help you try and correct what you did. Because in, in reality, some shit, uh, as a parent, I feel like you, you just can't explain certain things. No, things I mean, that you fucking that happened to you while you were on the road when you were young. Your dad and your mom didn't do that, and they can't explain what you saw and did. Right. Uh, and, but they're and there. Everybody's got to figure it out for themselves. And I'm and I'm gonna try my hardest to pass that that more than anything to Madeline is that you got to figure shit out yourself. Uh, so for for people that do listen to this, what I mean by supportive and lenient parents, I was sowing my oats at 
15 years old. It started prior to that where I was dabbling in things and doing things, but for the nookie, <laughs> I was pants down. Uh, so like <laughs> I, w- I, what I mean by sowing my oats, I was touring at 15 years old with people that are in their twenties. That's, that's not something you're going to hear that every parent allowed their child to do. No, when I was 18, uh, almost 19, it was a fucking nightmare for my mom to feel comfortable for me leaving. It was almost a situation like, hey, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. Because, it, you know, she was just so worried about me. And, and, and I also understand that. Like, I understand both sides of it. But it, it's hard to find a median. There. Like, like, when that, I was a young kid, like before 15, it was, oh, you want to spend the night at that kid's house? Well, I need to talk to his parents. And then right. I need to talk to him again, uh, you know, during the night to make sure you're there. And I want to hear from him again in the morning and, and, and all of this. So there was always checkpoints. But once I hit that age where it was like, okay, this kid wants to fucking play drums. We're going to just mm-hmm. go let him play drums. We know that there's going to be a lot of shit that comes with it. but we're going to let him go sow his oats. So I, that, I think that's why I don't really care to do those things nowadays is because at a very young age, I was doing them. And I was right. doing them tenfold, bro. Well, I mean, that's, that's the freedom that your parents gave you. Which was dope. It, it was really, yeah, really dope. Sick. And I have a lot of great stories. A lot of, I've seen so many places. I've been to a lot of places. I've got to experience the best parts of a lot of places. So once I was done doing that, I was like, okay, now I want to be a man. So like I, I did everything that I wanted to do with music because uh, I, I had a list and I did it all. So then it was like, now I want to be a man. So I'm going to go to work. I want to, I want my own house because for some reason I felt like that's what made you a man is like owning a house in your name. Um, so right. that was the mindset. And then boom, we're, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years down the road for me stopping all that stuff. And it's like, holy shit, I haven't been anywhere. Right. So. And, and that's like what me and you were talking about um, yesterday. So I fully believe that you've been to places, but you've been to places for like a day. You, you got to see what was around the venue you were touring and that was almost it. Uh, yes and no. Because while I, like, when I was doing that stuff, I may have seen a lot of places once, but all mm-hmm. of the good places that I like going to, I would make it a point to go back. Sick. So, like, a lot of the places that I'm going to talk about today, I've seen more than once. More than a handful. Right. And some of them so, are in Virginia. Right. So Virginia does hold a lot of cool spots. So, let's, let's, get, into, um, let's get into your touring days then with the Ins and Blood. Uh, I mean, is the first tour memorable? What was, like, the first day memorable? What was your, like, road trip experience for it? That tour was, oh, man. Just a smile comes. Did it have a name or? Uh, it did not. It was Ends in Blood and Death Do Us Part. They were a band from Jersey, uh, which if you ever had the chance to go to Jersey, fucking don't. 
The place is horrible. Don't do it. Shit people. Shit everything. You like this was uh, 15 years ago that I would have been in Jersey and Mm -hmm. cigarettes and a a fucking Arnold Palmer back then was like $11. Fuck that. Yeah, dude. A pack of cigarettes and a fucking 99 cent Arnold Palmer was like that high. So, dude, once you once you get past Maryland, bro, it's all like that. Yeah, don't go to Jersey. That place sucks. The only time I, I ever had fun oh. in Jersey was well, I mean, I had fun when we went there to record our album and play shows, but the only time I ever had fun in Jersey was when we went to the uh, uh, the Tropicana to gamble. Oh yeah, yeah. Was I don't even that's remember like, what that place is called. But anyways, that's that's an okay place, but that's also on the beach, so. Right. I dude, I remember when I was touring with Endeavor, we went to Connecticut and uh I'll get into that tour later, but like I remember I had just gotten paid and I was like, Oh my god, I think I had smoked my last cigarette like six hours prior. So I was like, fucking finally. And I went and got a Mountain Dew and a fucking pack of Marlboros and it was close to like eleven and twelve dollars. I was yeah, like, dude, motherfucker, trash. what? Trash. I still got seven days left of this tour, bro. <laughs> And I only got paid like 250 bucks <laughs> from work because I was working at Food Line at the time. I was like, bro, I'm fucked. Yeah, but that that was a really good first tour because it wasn't business. That tour was all pleasure. Go out, have fun, beat people the fuck up, and just enjoy being a 15-year-old kid going crazy. So it was uh jersey to miami florida and back jesus wait so did you play shows in between yeah oh okay i was about to say i was like y'all are dog shit at fucking planning so the bad thing about the bad thing about touring when you're an unsigned band is that you Mm -hmm. book all your own shows so you got to find the venues you got to call promoters you got to set these shows up. You got to hope that they get bands under you. You got to hope that the local crowds are good. Um, so it's really hard to do that. And it turns out that nine times out of 10, your drives are going to be anywhere from eight to 12 hours apart because I know those. Bro. Yeah, dude, trying to get those venues is really hard. So uh, we did play shows in between. But we went to the last street you can go to in Miami, Florida, and that was it. And then we had to drive all the way back to Virginia with no shows. And it was a, we, we did a straight drive. We made one stop, which I'll talk about. But other than that, it was a straight drive. So we play shows down. Uh, Georgia, I thought, was a very beautiful state. Um, but Georgia's pretty. Yeah. And it's, it's just it's like water and fields. Uh, but that's also something else I get into later when I go on my list of places that I'd like to see. Uh, okay. So the only real memories I have from that tour are the show we played at Joey's mom's house in his backyard and then all of Florida. So was that, where was Joey's mom? Virginia? She's out on route two, right next to where, um, the Bowman factory is. Gotcha. Right, I know exactly yeah, right across about. the street from that Wawa. Um, so we did a, that was like our local show of the tour. And we, gotcha. we just put word out. Anybody that wanted to come just showed up and we all did this shit in her backyard. 
That's sick. Yeah, it was dope. It was a good show. Uh, me and the drummer from Death to His Part, his name was Motto. And we Motto. we put our drum kits next to each other and did like a drum battle and shit. It was awesome. That's sick. Florida, on the other hand, was a wild experience. Uh, so we get to uh, whatever the top of Florida is. I think it's Tampa or Jacksonville, one of the two. And we are supposed to pick up this chick who is the Florida promoter of all of the like five or six shows that we have lined up that she supposedly so, lined up for us. So she needs to ride with you guys. She was like, yeah, you know, come to Florida. I'm going to book you all these dates. Uh, you know, I'll if it's cool, I'll just ride with you guys since I'm, you know, the one promoting at all these venues, blah, blah. We were like, fuck yeah, come with us. Because we didn't know any better. Right. And I also think because we heard that she was a chick, we were like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, babe. <laughs> so she hops in the van with us at whatever the top part of Florida. She was from Jacksonville, but I think we picked her up in Tampa. Uh, so we go Tampa. We play a show. We were supposed to go to Jacksonville and play a show. Never happened. Mm -hmm. We don't know what happened. She kept start. She started feeding us all these bullshit stories. Uh, and we ended up going to like Orlando or like Disney World and all that is. Uh, missed the mm -hmm. show there. And then we went to Daytona and missed the show there. So we decided we were going to spend the day in Daytona and go swimming in the ocean. And right. uh, so that, what was that? Four, four shows you missed? Uh, I think I'm up to three Tampa, Orlando, three. or no, Jacksonville, Orlando, Daytona. Okay. And then we had, so it was a total of five because Tampa and then Miami. So we gotcha. were in Daytona. Joey almost died in Daytona because when we went swimming in the ocean, he was like, oh, let's go out to the sandbar. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that because the tide picked him up. And luckily, because uh, he went under. and uh, Oh, my God. It, it, was, it was bad. And uh, luckily, our guitarist, Toby, was a lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well over six foot, big fucking dude. Swam out, right. saved his life. That's sick. Yeah, so Daytona was a really cool place to see. All these places were really cool to see because since the shows got canceled, we were, you know, visiting these places. Orlando was dope, mm -hmm. which I've been to Orlando three times. Um, all for different occasions. But Orlando's dope. Um, Tampa was nice. Jacksonville is whatever. Uh, Daytona was gorgeous. Uh, the beaches there are just gorgeous, like white sand beach. And right. uh, go ahead. No, I said right, bro. Oh, uh, so me, me, and the listeners are listening to you, fool. I thought you said right and, but not bro. No. So the last <laughs> stop in this stint was Miami, and we were going to Miami for uh, it. it I could the venue of this place was like maybe three streets out from the last little strip you could go to before you're all ocean. So we're at the very right. bottom of this place. So we get there, we're rolling in a shit fucked up van. Didn't have AC. We had like Ugh. six or seven people crammed in it with this chick. There was, uh, it was hot as fuck because this was the dead middle of summer. 
So Fuck, dude. after the shit in Daytona happened, we were like, all right, we'll just drive down to Miami, get there a little early, and and try and figure out what we're gonna do next. We we had no money. Uh, me and Joey got paid the next morning, so we had to go mm-hmm. hang out at this venue's parking lot uh, till the next morning. It was so fucking hot that I was trying to find puddles to like lay in because I had no money to get water. The only thing we had was like this old shit bottle of wine. It was fucking (laughs) horrible. So the next morning gets there and uh, this chick's been fucking us this whole time uh, with how much shows are being missed. She's like bumming cigarettes and money off people. Like people are like having to feed her. It was horrible, dude. So we found out that this chick just lied about a bunch of shit. And uh, so our paychecks clear the next morning. So we go to a Boston market. Uh, We haven't showered or anything. So we all lined up at the spigot at the back of the Boston market to shower. Mm -hmm. So we all like shampoo trying to shower under this little water hose spigot. And we finally get some food uh, and we head to the venue. We ended up playing the best fucking show of the whole tour. Place was packed out. Uh, It was in like the Spanish part of Florida and there was like a Mm -hmm. lot of Hispanic bands playing. It was like Hispanic death metal, which is fucking awesome. There was like a Hispanic dude on the side of the stage like giving haircuts to people and shit. Fuck yeah. Like lining people up. It was awesome. And then, uh, so the show ends and we were like, now it's time to party. The tour's over. Let's have some fun in Miami. It's like we're rolling down the strip in this van with the fucking side door rolled open because <laughs> it's so hot. We don't have AC. And we're literally surrounded by like Ferraris, Lamborghinis, all sorts of shit that these fuckboys like rent these vehicles all day to try and get laid. Right. So we're going down the strip. We end up getting out and going to this restaurant, like super nice restaurant. And we took a bunch of tour photos and then the guys wanted to like bar hop, uh, just mm-hmm. try and get like that Miami experience. So we're all bar hopping. Obviously I'm like maybe 16 now. So obviously I can't go anywhere. So I had to have right. them get me like forties at one of the convenience stores. Um, <laughs> so we're rolling down the street, Joey and their guitarists are fucked up. like fucked up so they go into this one last bar because joey was like all right we're done and he was like no let's do one more shot of jaeger so they run in the bar the shot of jaeger that they took ended up being hot so joey runs out to go puke in the alley what he didn't see when he rounded the corner is there was a homeless man sitting there who had just got a fresh slice of pizza and Joey just puked all over this dude and the slice of pizza. You're fucking kidding me. I wish I was, dude. And he just looked up like, what the fuck? And we all just ran away. I don't know why we didn't just throw this dude some money because he puked on his pizza. We all just ran away. So it all ends with me, Joey, And because he puked and he immediately started sobering up, but he couldn't drive. So it was up to me and the guitarist. We were the ones that were going to drive all the way back. So we all meet up and do a little huddle before we go back. And we were like, yo, fuck this bitch. We are leaving her here in Miami, Florida. 
So we go up to her and our guitarist is like, you are staying here. You are not getting in our van. I don't care what the fuck happens. You have fucked us out of so much money and time. You are done. So we left her all the way in Miami, which was like a 10-hour drive from her home. Jesus, dude. <laughs> oh, it was nuts. So yeah. Damn. And then uh, Ricky drove the guitarist. He drove to the top of Florida, and I ended up driving the rest of the way back. Right. But yeah, That's that fucking wild. Tour. And you were 16, right? Uh, I was 15 when it started, 16 by the time it ended. Jeez, dude. Yeah, that dude. is fucking wild. That's why I said, like, I sowed my oats very young. Like, I have so many stories that are even worse than that of Joey, like, puking on a homeless guy. But it, it was a very good tour, very good experience to do it more so in a way where I enjoy seeing things rather than playing because right. all the shows got canceled. Well, most yeah. of them. Well, that, I mean, at that point, you kind of have to just enjoy the area you're in because, um, I mean, what else are you going to fucking do? Are well, that you drive was, that to the was, next venue? That was the way me and Joey were. We were going to make the best out of a shitty situation no matter where we were. Bro, I would have caused a scene first day. I would have lost it. We held I, it in until it got to Miami and we were like, you know what? Leave her here. <laughs> Dude, I just fucking, oh my God. First day, it's like, oh, this happened. Oh, sorry, you're staying. I, it, no, I it was totally worth it to see her reaction when we told her she was staying all the way down in Miami. I bet she was fucking pissed. Oh, she was fucking livid, bro. And we were just laughing at her. And we just got in a van and rolled out with the door still wide open. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking showed her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, that uh -huh. was my first tour, man. That's tight. Dude. Jersey down I, to um, Miami. I think my first tour was it's probably with you guys at the Harry Potter tour. You know, I we wanted to bring that up at the end, but I can't remember shit from that tour. Dude, I, I can't. I, I I remember it being my first show, so or my first tour. So I remember I told my boss that I needed off for two weeks when I had just started. So I was going Two weeks with you guys and then two weeks for South Dakota. So my boss was fucking, he was ready to fire me when I started. But I got that time off, was fucking poor. And so many fucking people that weren't in bands went on that tour. Dude, so many people. And I remember I couldn't ride with uh, Nick's band who I was doing merch for. Um, because they were full. And then I ended up riding with Benny Devers. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he yeah, was, was there me, too. Me, him, and I think I think Caleb came on that. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but I remember it being fucking. It was rough. The only thing and, I remember about that tour is going to Jim's grandma's house, where she fed us like kings. See, I didn't. I don't think I was. I didn't get to go to that. No, you weren't at Mammy's. Yeah, no, I I didn't get to go to that. She fed us meatball subs. And me and Nick got to sleep in recliners. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> um, I the, the few thing I remember we stayed with Holly. Uh, you put your balls on Christian's face. Yeah, that kid sucks. Oh man, uh, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, that, and didn't we play like Manhunt in Virginia Beach at like the dead middle of the night? We did that, and me and you, uh, got 
we, me and you called Holly's roommate her bed. Me and you were like, yo, we're taking this bed. And we were asleep and she fucking came in and was pissed. Oh my God. Now I remember that. She was mad as fuck, bro. Okay. So we had Virginia Beach and I remember Lynchburg now because that's where Autumn got that sick ass photo of you and mine. That's my favorite photo of us. So we stayed the night at Autumn's house. Uh, At least me and you did. Yes. Um, and then uh, it was cold as fuck, so Autumn gave us two hoodies. Yeah, she gave me the Set Your Goals hoodie. Yep. And I don't remember what hoodie I was wearing. I don't know. I'd have to pull the photo up. I can't remember. Nonetheless, shout out. Thank you, Autumn, for hospitality. Um, but yeah, we did that. Uh, we played Fredericksburg more towards the end, I think. I think I we think played Fredericksburg the and then Virginia. Show. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And we played with Before Him as IAB. Before him and Mercy Screams. And uh, I remember fucking, dude, I, I don't think I ever told this to Nick and he'll hear it, but I was so, I uh, dude, I was so fucked on money. Um, and we got to Fredericksburg and like my tip jar was fucking overfilled, bro. Like I, I bet you I sold close to $2,000 worth of merch that night. Wow. For IAB. Dude, I was fucking strolling. And it was it was our home show. So IAB wasn't doing it that good. Or not IAB, but before him wasn't doing that good on merch. Nick takes the tip jar and pours it out on a, a before him's desk. That's awesome. And, no, it wasn't. I had no fucking money. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Dude, I bet you I had like $10 on me. And I was like, bro, I bet you I had like 100 uh, maybe $200 in tips. I was like... Bro, I'm going to go get me some dinner. I'm going to go get a couple <laughs> packs of cigarettes. I didn't get none of that, bro. And I couldn't say shit. Wasn't and that- I was just... Go ahead. Uh, I was, dude, I was just blown. Like, I, I get what he did. You know, cool. But, bro, you couldn't have given me like 10 bucks of that? Like, oh my God, bro. I fucking, I never told him that. But God damn it, Nick. I wanted cigarettes <laughs> and a sandwich. <laughs> Wasn't that the tour he ordered like all of Denny's menu? Yes, dude. Yeah. That's also the tour when she was so like I remember dollar bill. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I'm starving still because <laughs> I didn't get any tips. Um, Nick fucked his knee up crowd surfing. Oh, when he was trying and to headwalk then, the crowd in Virginia Beach. Yep. And just fucked his shit up. I remember that. And then uh, our van, was it a tire popped? Or the van broke down? I don't remember. On our way home. It was one of those. So we're out in the middle of that, the interstate. I was with you. Yeah, because I wrote back. Was it was us. me, you. Yep. And Jordan was like, dude, I got a shit. And I was like, dude, it'd be and funny. And he shit in the road. If you shit in the road. <laughs> and he did. And we just fucking watched this turd roll around after cars rode over it for like oh an hour and a half. God. Do you remember yeah. that? Sonny was yeah. driving the van. Yep. It was I think me, it was Jordan, just, and Sonny. Yeah, I think that's all it was. And because uh, oh I don't God. remember where, where everyone else was. I went into like four different vehicles that week. Yeah, because then Nick and them picked us up, didn't they? Someone did. I, I can't remember. I, oh, my it, God. That was so fucking long ago. I can't remember. I knew all, we didn't I remember, remembering shit by talking about it. I remember like like things with your first tour. I remember the van being hot as fuck. I remember some shit not working out. I'll never forgive. I mean, uh, forget Nick with the tips. He means forgive. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> fuck off. 
<laughs> it was so funny. I wish he could have seen my face and I can't wait for him to hear this because I'm not going to tell him. I can't wait for him to hear it and then being like, dude, you could have said something. <laughs> but I did feel bad because they didn't have shit on their table. And then he was, oh, bro, I God, looked like a kid who just got band. kicked in the nuts. Yeah, they were sick. Oh, they, they were, were good. They were fun band. to tour with too. Yeah, they were um, great people. That, like, up until I started, so a couple... I think I rode with Benny for like two days and then I started riding with you guys. Yeah. And up until then, I was not having a good time. But once I was like in the van with you guys, it was fucking cool as shit. I do remember in Lynchburg, I found a pair of Oakleys quickly to lose them 30 minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) I've never... It's just stupid shit that I remember, but I'll never forget that. I found a pair of Oakleys. I was like, this is the best day ever. And then before we even fucking left the venue, I was like, Where's my Oakleys? I feel Gone. like you and I got very close on that tour. Yeah, because I hung out with you a lot. Because I went being IAB's merch guy, but I didn't get to see them until we were at the show. Because I want to say Nick took Abby's car at the time, which yeah. was like an SUV, and uh, Mercy Screams hauled a lot of shit. And I just, I couldn't fucking hang out with them. So we're like, we got to eat dinner and shit. But uh, I was mainly with you and Sonny the whole time. Right. Like, yeah, Sonny that and was I were cool. always together. It, um, it was definitely... So going on that tour, then going on another tour with uh, Endeavor ended up being just like two fucking turns of the coin. Like one tour that's just fucking chaos, hot, sweaty, fucking everybody joking around. And then I get into the van with Endeavor and... Like those moments of everybody like having a lot of fun in the van were few and far between. They um, were. I, I toured with Endeavor. I was their merch guy, so I know exactly right. what you're talking about. So like the it, when a lot of the times, like I, I think me and Kayla were the youngest, and John and and uh, not Jim, but who was the Bobby? Right, Bob? yeah, Bobby. Yeah, he was a vocalist at the time. So it was uh, it was a lot of like sleeping and like on their phones. I didn't have an iPhone at the time. So I was bored shitless. They were a Uh, very serious band. Yeah. But like there were times that were really cool. Like, um, I talked a bunch of shit about some people (laughs) in Lynchburg and we ended up not being able to stay in Lynchburg and the band was fucking mad. (laughs) They were not happy with me, bro. And I was like, I don't give a, Fuck. <laughs> and we ended up finding a place to stay, but we had to wake up. I think we had to drive from Lynchburg to Tennessee, uh, which it was cool. So I got to, I, their tour was, it was sick because it was like Virginia. It was, I think it was like Fredericksburg, Lynchburg, uh, North or South Carolina. And then we moved over to Tennessee. And then we came back up and went all the way up to Connecticut. Like, I, it, it sounds it, like we did the same tour. Because we yeah, went out to I, Tennessee, we went up to like Ohio, and yep, and I went like up to loop. Ohio. Yeah, I think we did the same yeah. tour. Yeah, that which is fine with me. I had a dude. So did you like, do it I in remember, the winter? Oh fuck no, dude. So I did. It, that shit was cold as fuck. Yeah, well, I would have rather been on that. So like, first notch of the tour was really hot. I mean, dog shit hot. But once we started getting to Ohio and Connecticut, I was able to wear a hoodie, which was really nice. But like. So seeing Tennessee for like the third time was sick because John and Nick took me to a bunch of sweet spots and oh we went to Pittsburgh 
one night too, not to, I know my brain's everywhere with this, but we, uh, we went to Tennessee and we went down like downtown and, and, uh, we almost scored Titans tickets, but we failed on that. And, uh, I remember in Pittsburgh, we got tickets to go to the pirates game and we played football in Ohio and ate really good fucking pizza in Connecticut. So like, it was a fun tour. But it, it it's nowhere near like what you were talking about your first tour. It being my my third tour, um, it was it was just it was like fun. But like the only fun moments in the van, I remember me and Nick woke up early to like drive to Tennessee because everyone else was asleep, so they wanted to sleep. So me and Nick were like fucking blaring music, and then I also remember John Glasgow got he did the suburban turban thing with the t shirt, yeah, and then put on this band name. I think it was Turmoil. And started like car moshing and beating the shit out of the chair beside him. <laughs> I was like, and I and I had never seen that of John because he's a very well reserved person. Yes, he so is. I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. And uh, so we toured with Plea for Purging for a couple dates on that tour. Uh, I got to meet them too with Endeavor. We I'm telling you, we, we did the same fucking tour, bro. I literally think we did. <laughs> That's funny as shit. But yeah, that, my touring is. It was either super chaotic and like not as fun or like not, not that it wasn't as fun, but I all couldn't business. enjoy it as much it was, or, yeah. or it was all business. And I was poor as fuck on both and both. I was still drinking at the time and smoking. So I was like, like fucking not eating just so I could have forties, but I was also not 21 at the time. So I, I remember we were looking for a place to stay and this guy called Nick or John and, uh, he was like, yeah, you guys can stay here. I was like, yo, can you get me some 40s, bro? <laughs> the worst part about one of John's friend is, I don't know who, we were in Boston. And this dude made us like a gourmet meal. And I was like, this is great. And he was like, yeah, I got you guys a 24-pack of Miller High Life. And at the time, that's what I drank. And I was like, fuck, yeah. And he looked at me. He's like, are you 21, bro? And I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, you're not drinking in my house. I was like, what? Oh, oh. I was like, you, I looked at Nick and John. I was like, is this guy serious? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm dead serious. So like Nick would sneak me a couple beers out. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, but from, to go back, I know I'm bouncing around so much, but it's just the memories are hitting me. The very first night we played in PA and man, I think we went up just to come back down and then bitch Virginia, but we played in PA. We played in this guy's garage he cooked a stir fry and gave everyone fucking beer. So me and Nick got fucked up and then <laughs> went and ordered like $40 worth of sheets. <laughs> it was, it was that, that started my tour off and I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then just flatlined. Endeavor was definitely the calmest tour I ever went on. Cause oh, all the yeah. rest of the tours were getting kicked out of places, going crazy, running Endeavor around at was, night. Yeah, that shit was calm. Yeah, you fucking and play the show. Fuck. I wish it was cold. Mine was mine was a lot more heat, but like oh, Endeavor dude, was, was horrible. Play the show, eat dinner, find somewhere to sleep, go to bed. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Cool. This is what we're doing." I mean, we were in bed sometimes like 11, 9, 10, 11, somewhere in that area, and I was like, "Oh, I thought we were going to go outside and fucking terrorize everything. That's why they were more, uh, I don't want to say famous, but just a better 
band. They were they were more rounded because they were serious about yes. it. They were they were much more rounded. So they went a lot further in their careers than. <laughs> oh yeah. Plus, you know, like John and Nick were fucking forefronts for that band because they had just been doing it. Right. Which you know is definitely helpful because like when we're when whenever like it well, was John. Time, John actually did do it. Yeah, yeah, he he was with uh, Life in Your Way and fucking yeah. was like doing the fucking thing. And Nick was too. Nick didn't. Nick was touring, but he didn't get into his big stages of touring until after Endeavor. Right when he went to con- uh, Conveyor. Right, and he started like doing a lot of fuck like flying places and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's just those experiences on the road are always fun, man. I mean, the other day I found three of my tour passes. That I had yeah. in my gun safe. And I was like, yo, this is tight. And so I started to remember a lot of those bands that I got to meet. And still people that I talk to today that I've met through touring, which is always sick. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, two of the places, three of the places that I have on my list are all from touring. Is Is this places to visit? No, this is places that... I are my favorite places that I've been. Oh, so so what are those two? Well, one of them was Florida, uh, <laughs> just because of all the shit we did in Miami, right? Uh, and just being able to see the whole state. And like I said, I, I've been to Orlando three times, mm-hmm. uh, so I always like going to Florida. Um, the other two were Tennessee and Detroit in Michigan. Detroit. Ten- I'm going to tell you why. Tennessee has my second favorite venue I ever been to. I didn't get to play it because that was when I was torn with Endeavor as their merch guy. Right. But uh, did you ever get to see Rocket Town? Yeah. Holy yeah, that's fuck! Where we that went. venue is insane. Yeah the the whole day because we went to Tennessee. We were in Tennessee for two days, so we drove there, spent a day there, and ate and fucking walked around, and then we played Rocket Town. So. Yeah, those I forgot all about that. That venue's badass. Dude, they had a like the whole left side of the venue was an indoor skate park. Right. The center of the venue was like a billiards area. And then the right side of it was like a 9,000 square foot venue. Didn't they have a video gaming area in there too? They did. Yeah. And then the front of it was like dance rooms like uh like ballerina practice areas and like dance crews and shit and that's where endeavor played their set right they didn't play the main venue i want to say we played the main venue when i went oh my god that venue was fucking amazing. i forgot and all about that that Nashville was that was probably the best a beautiful place yeah i think i think when we were in tennessee that was probably my favorite day out of the whole tour there were the days. only uh, that was definitely my favorite part of the Endeavor tour, uh, besides West Virginia. And the only reason West Virginia is on there is because we, uh, they played, uh, like a little shack where there was only about maybe 20 people inside. And it was at this dude's house in the middle of fucking nowhere. So we thought we were like getting set up to be murdered. And we ended up, I feel like I remember playing. hearing about it. Yeah, dude. They ended up playing this little shack on the side of this dude's house. And uh, it was probably, 
if you ask them, they'll probably put that in their top 10 shows they've ever played. It was that fun. Dude, it's, so that, it, I feel like I remember them saying like that was like a wild show. It, it, oh, it was fucking wild. Because uh, you had me and Sonny sitting there like freaking the fuck out. And there's like 20 other people trying not to get hit in the face. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Nashville's a beautiful place. Those were, the, those were definitely the, the most memorable, thing, memorable things about the Endeavor Tour. Uh, but my favorite venue that I've ever been able to play, and uh, it gives me such a great honor to say this, is I got to play the Fillmore in Detroit, Michigan. And the really? reason why that's important to me is because, so uh, when we toured with Mercy Screams, we did like, I don't know, like five or six tours. Uh, me and Sonny were the only people that drove. So when Sonny needed a break, I would hop up, vice versa. But we would never fall asleep. We would always be awake, being co-captain and shit, handling mm-hmm. music and stuff like that. So uh, I knew we were going to Detroit. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to wherever Eminem has lived. And I'm getting a picture in front of his fucking house. I want to see 8 Mile. I want to go into the depths of the ghetto there. I want to see all of it. So this happened to be when everybody was sleeping in the van. And I changed the GPS to take me to an address that Google said Eminem did live there. No uh, shit. Yeah, so everybody wakes up and we're parked on the side of the street of this house <laughs> that is boarded the fuck up with like spray paint and shit all over it. And there's like people standing outside looking at us like, what the fuck are you doing here? And uh, I got a picture in front of that man's house. And next thing you know, he puts that shit on the cover of the Marshall Mathers LP too. So... That that was all right. Let's clarify for the listener. <laughs> Kyle was not on the fucking cover of no. the LP. Kyle no, was in front of the house that was on the LP. I always wondered, like, was that really his house? And then he put the album out of him sitting on the same fucking steps that I took a picture on. So I was no like, shit, okay, dude. now I know that was his house. Uh, That's so badass. After we did that. I wanted pictures of street signs that were like I wanted to see Eight Mile Road. So right. I did. I took us down Eight Mile Road, and I took us to. Uh, did you ever watch that show Hardcore Pawn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took us to that pawn shop, and we got to meet the fucking dude and his son, and that big ass security guard that's always standing at the front. We got pictures with all. Oh of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, dude. So we did that, and then that night we were supposed to play the Fillmore. Uh, well, mm-hmm. we did. So we get there. It is the most beautiful theater. It's a theater. It's not a venue. And mm-hmm. uh, like we get treated to the green rooms, uh, which had like stripper poles in them and shit. No and, shit. Yeah. And like we, like Eminem has played that stage, DMX, ICP, Kid Rock. Like you think of anybody and they've most likely played that venue. And we That's got to insane. play that same fucking stage, dude. Hell yeah. So, so okay. That, I, that's I'm the more reason happy why that you said that. That's the reason why Detroit is one of the coolest places I've ever got to go to. Hell yeah, man. I um I can't say that places on tour were like my favorite places to go to, but I've also done 
a lot of world, not world, but like stateside traveling. Like cross country. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to get away from touring for a little bit, I I would have to like peg my favorite places, Montana, obviously. I, I've been there obviously. so much. Yeah. I've been there so much that it's it's just like home. Like I eventually want to live there. I have to. Um, and the the trip, the first time I ever went out there, so my now fiance Gabby, she was she was like doing horse stuff out there with the national park in Montana and Glacier. And we had started dating and she was like, Hey, I'm I'm still going out there this summer. I was like, Okay. Um, so I got her all packed up. We spent the day together and then she left. And I was like, Well, I'll, you know, fuck my life. Um, so I went fishing with a buddy that day and her, you know, I didn't want to blow her phone up or anything and she was driving. So like we didn't talk too, too much. And the last time I talked to her, her phone was fucked up and she was like, I'm just going to try and get to a hotel. And I was like, all right. So it's, I'll never forget it. Me and my buddy stayed out catfishing till like two o'clock in the morning. And then we come to my house and at three 33 in the morning, it's crazy that it was that number. She calls me like fucking screaming. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened? She had fallen asleep, went down in a ditch, woke up and overcorrected and flipped her Jeep. Yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, so she's sitting there screaming. I'm trying to answer the phone she's using because her phone's fucked up. It was a trucker that pulled over for her. I'm screaming in this dude's headset, like loudly fucking screaming. And she's like, why can't I hear him? He's like, and she, he hands her the headset. He's like, he's in my headset. <laughs> and uh, so I, uh, I was like, dude, what the fuck? So the very next morning, I fly out to Iowa and pick her up. And she had a rental car at that point. And she was like, I want to finish my trip. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Uh, like, I'm upset I don't get to spend the summer with her, but I get to go to fucking Montana. I've wanted to go to Montana since I was a little kid. So thank you for flipping your Jeep. I'm now yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Here's your ring. And yeah, no, not close, not close. And so we were like getting out through places and we're seeing like all the states. It's it's a pretty fucking boring drive. But then we start getting into South Dakota and I and the farther we go, the more I recognize things. And one really cool thing from, from that your is, trips with your grandfather, correct? Okay, so because it's the exact same road, and and I see the water tower that's in the town that we stay in. So like a big a big like joke is there's a restaurant in South Dakota that we go to, and they don't have sweet tea. Uh, when I first went out there, I was like, hey, I'll take sweet tea, and like my whole hunting party laughed at me. And the lady didn't know how to make it. She was like, what's sweet tea? We have flavored tea. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> and uh, so I stopped at that because my family didn't know I had left because this all happened within like 10 hours. And I sent them a picture of me in front of the places called Hutch's. I was like, hey, come to find out in the summertime, they still don't have fucking sweet tea. So they all, they all thought that was really funny. And we ended up, I ended up getting a go to Sturgis, which it wasn't during the time of the rally. But uh, I still got to go to the Harley shop and look around there. And then we went to Mount Rushmore. And uh, then we ended up being... Oh, you've in... seen Mount Rushmore? 
Yeah, Gabby made sure that we went and looked at it. She she ended up making like this whole trip for me um, to be able to look at cool shit while I was heading out to Montana. So she, she made it a really good time. And then we finally get to Montana and sleep for the night. But that tour, or that tour, that <laughs> trip, dude, was so, I was, because she was like, I'm not driving. And I was like, that's understandable. But I was so dog shit tired all the fucking time. Like, I, I felt like I got in the, I would get out of our hotel, get in the car, drive for 30 minutes and be ready to sleep. Like, it was fucking miserable, bro. But then we get to Montana and I, I go into the park and I get to see all these amazing things. And, uh, and then I fly out six hours after me being there. Which, Holy fucking, shit. yeah, fucking sucked, dude. It was, it was a wild trip. But That's later that rough. summer, dude, it, it was it was awful because luckily I was on my seven day break at work, so I called off one day. I called out sick, and um, but the uh, the following two months, I went back out because Gabby had gotten a vehicle, and um, I went to fly out to see her, and we. We're going to hang out for a week because I had two weeks off and we were going to come drive her vehicle back. So we ended up going to the bottom of Montana to see one of her friends in a place called Big Sky, Montana, which is like just as breathtaking as any other parts of Montana. It was just we were at her friend's cabin. He was like it was a guy that she used to work with at the like uh, like the horse thing. And he like cooked us steaks. We're out on his front porch. It's it's September 2nd. And we're out on his front porch eating these steaks at his cabin. And we're looking out over this big field. And then at the end of this field is a huge mountain. And it just starts snowing, dude. Oh, wow. And, oh, my God. It was fucking perfect. And he's a duck hunter. So me and him talked damn near all fucking night about it. And then uh, the next day, we ended up going, driving through uh, Yellowstone. So we, we went through Yellowstone National Park. We spent two days there, I think, two or three days there. And we just toured all of that, got to see all the landmarks and shit and, and elk and bison. And it was fucking gorgeous, dude. And so the, <laughs> we stayed in a tent. The tent. Uh, had snow over it. It was fucking freezing. We woke up and it was 28 degrees. Like oh, wow. it was cold. It was cold as fuck. And, you know, we get in the truck, we start leaving and we stop for breakfast and then we start our road home. And dude, I am fucking exhausted. And I fucked up and fell asleep while driving. Oh my God. And, and ended up Gabby's brand. She's got a brand new GMC. I fucking hit I wake up as me hitting two of those T-post signs. And she fucking, dude, she lost it. She was just like, you know, from the shock of just getting in a wreck. Right. Well, here, my dumb ass just got another fucking slight wreck. And uh, so we pull into this little gas station and it's right by where I just hit these signs. Fucking people are staring at me. <laughs> and this lady comes out and she's like, are you guys okay? And Gabby's sitting here bawling her eyes out. She she gives Gabby a hug and looks at me like I just smacked Gabby in the face. <laughs> like she treated me like shit. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm tired. I'm sorry. She was like, here's some coffee. And I was like, thanks. 
And uh the rest of that drive, dude, after we got out of Wyoming was a fucking nightmare. You it, drove it, all the way back? Yeah. Why Gabby, didn't you fly? Because we had to get Gabby's truck home. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we we drove all the way back and we got back home in like four days, I think. Three or four days. But, dude, I mean, the next time I drive out there is to fucking live there. I right. Uh, dude, I, that drive is is miserable, man. Oh, I've made bad drives like that oh before. Oh, God. See, that's why it I like days, but well, it took about 28 hours. But well, when you're your drive home from Florida is dog shit. Uh, I mean, that wasn't bad. Well, it, that, that wasn't bad. So at that's all. what I get back to like our Pittsburgh thing. It, do you think it was because of the company or were you just young and excited to be on the road? That was before I was sick. I didn't oh, have so any problems with my body. Right. So literally nothing scared me. I mean, nothing scared me. You just said, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, it was just sowing oats, bro. And I was ready to do whatever was in front of me. That's sick. Figuratively dude. and literally. Yeah. Just not the one that fucked you over on all the, the shit. <laughs> no. No. But I, yeah. I always like hearing you talk about Montana. And I'll tell you why in a little while. I got other stuff about Montana, man. It's just, they're, they're like, when you get to Montana, man, for me, this is all personal. It is so hard for me to even believe that half of that shit is real. Yeah. So, to talk, so I went to Montana this past July. I fucked, I, I crushed my foot on the 14th of July, 15, 16, 17. And then I left for Montana on the 18th of July. Like, it was a fucking miserable-ass nightmare to fly on that plane out. But when we got in our rental car, man, and I fucking, I sat in the back seat, propped my foot up, and I asked Gabby to roll my window down. I put my head out and just let the fucking Montana air hit me, and dude, everything was just perfect. It's, it That's smells awesome. different. It feels different. It's just, it's, it's just way better than Virginia. Everything about Montana for me is just perfect. There's a lot of shit that's better than Virginia, except Jersey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not Jersey. Jersey does have good pizza, though. I don't, you probably didn't. The Atlantic Shore, that's what it was. Oh, like Jersey Shore? No, it's not the Jersey Shore. It's the Atlantic Shore where all the casinos are. Oh, that, is that the place that you had a good time at? Yeah, we, gotcha. uh, me, Nate, and Taylor spent our birthdays there for like three or four days one year. That's wild. And, uh, yeah, we took we did the drive out there, which I think was like six or seven hours. And uh, I looked up the Jersey Shore just since I was so close to it, but that shit was like a six hour drive from where we were. So I was like, New Jersey's that, that big. Cool. It's big enough. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, I mean it's it's big enough full of shit so so we uh so this pittsburgh trip is like a test because for my bachelor party i want to go to new haven connecticut and that area to eat pizza because i'm i'm fucking obsessed with pizza and up there apparently is like pizza capital so i want to try that out so this trip from pittsburgh will tell if we're if you're going to feel comfortable going um, so there's, there's not going to be anything to stop me from going to Connecticut and being with you for your bachelor party. Better there's not, not. going to be shit that can stop me. Even if you guys got to knock me the fuck out and wake me up once we're there. <laughs> we drugged him. 
<laughs> so there, there's just not anything that's going to be able to stop me. Will I have a good time on the way there? Uh, no. Yeah. Big, big no from the back. No fun. So the only thing I don't know is uh, will I ride or will I drive? And I'll most likely be one of the people that drives. So, so does driving make you more comfortable? Does it give you that sense of... Yes, because I'm in control. I'm in control. So if I fuck up, it's on me. I don't have to worry about someone else doing it. So I assume your anxiety heightens up when someone else is driving. Uh, it, I guess it's just because I'm not controlling it. I don't. It's weird to explain because it's not like anxiety. Well, that's one thing I've always wondered. Like, so I when I first moved to the Front Royal, I came into your house like every other weekend or maybe every weekend uh, that I could, and I'd come visit you all the time. Well, when I got my new truck, you were like, "Dude, your truck's so nice!" Like, oh, it's fucking. It sounds good. I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, "Well, let's go get some dinner." I'm like, "Cool, hop in." Uh, we'll fucking take my truck, and you're like, no, oh, no, nah, dude, we'll take mine. And I was like, what the fuck? Yep. So I, so, so at the time, I had no idea. I was like, well, you, fine, you fucking drive then. Yeah, dude, it's, I, it's, it's weird because, like I said, it's not anxiety. It's just I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I told you in the other episode, I'm still trying to figure out my own body. Right. And once I do, I'll have the answers. Yeah. But until then, I'll just. I just be chilling. I just be I just be chilling in the cut. Well, so, um, uh, what's up? Go ahead. I got two more places. Okay. Of my favorite places that I've ever been to, and I'll keep these ones short because there's not really much to talk about them the way there was with everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you got anything left, get yours before we go to the like top fives. Right. Right. So mine, uh. Second to last is Niagara Falls. Never been there. Always um, wanted to go. So I've been there probably 10 to 15 times. All on the New York side, right? No, nah, I've been to Canada. No shit. Yeah, I've been to Canada maybe three or four times in my life. Oh, uh, yeah. But I've been on the American side a lot. Right. Uh, because back home where I lived in Buffalo and where my family lives is only about 15 minutes from the falls. No kidding. So, so what leaves you that to the Canadian border? Like 30 minutes? Uh, no. If the falls are 15 minutes, then Canada is like 18 minutes. No shit. That's, so you're yeah, up there. Yeah, because you cross a bridge. Uh, I believe it's the Peace Bridge or the Rainbow Bridge. I can't remember what the name of it is. But you cross that bridge and you're in Canada. Okay. So if you want to go on Canada to Canada by foot, you just go through customs at the falls. Okay. Um, obviously, it was a lot different pre-9-11 when I was going to Canada because you would just go up and they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, oh, we're just going to Canada. And they'd be like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> okay. And then, and then you come back through and they're like, what'd you buy? And you're like, uh, I bought some souvenirs. And they're like, all right, fuck off. Um, <laughs> the reason why the falls is on my list is just because People don't understand how mesmerizing something like that could be until you see it with your own eyes. Like, you look at pictures of it, and you're like, wow, that looks really big. And then you get in person, and you're like, holy fuck, that's huge. And I actually got to ride the Maid of the Mist, which is really I rode the Maid of the Mist with my uncle uh, that takes you 
underneath both of the falls, the Canadian and the American side. That's that tight. And shit it, was wild. And it's also where uh, Pam and Jim got married on the office. A little hello. Oh, yeah. And that's also from the uh, Bruce Almighty scene when he's on the boat. <laughs> Yelling at that old lady. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, what a good shit, movie. That shit was wild, though, riding that boat. And I was probably only like 10 years old when I did that shit. Really? So yeah. that Dude, that's shit that me as a 30-year-old have, has never done. Yeah, I, well, I've been to the, the falls more times than... I mean, like I said, it's like 10 or 15 times that I've been there. Uh, just because it was right down the street from where my family lives in Buffalo. Okay. So it was nothing to just get in a car and go look at it. Kind of like for me, nothing to go on the fucking skyline drive. Like it's, right. just, it's just there. Right. And the weird thing about it is like, yes, it's mesmerizing. But like after you do it so many times, you're like, cool, it's a waterfall. <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah, what is that off Wayne's world? So much. When he's oh, like, uh, oh, it, we're hey. in Delaware. <laughs> yeah, cool. We're in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, but it's, it's very mesmerizing to see. Uh, I actually went there, uh, unfortunately, when my grandmother passed and I took mm-hmm. Taylor with me, uh, we, I, I took him to see the falls. That's sick. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really cool thing to see. I think everybody should do it just because it's one of the, I believe it's one of the natural wonders of the world, isn't it? Probably. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it at all. I, I'd be very, dude, anytime you want to go up there, I would be very down. Yeah, well, Buffalo for me is a few things, which is like, the golf course where my grandfather's bench is, uh, Niagara Falls, um, uh, Slime Dogs, uh, Pizza and Wings from like Abbott, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Bills Stadium, and then there's a taco place up there I really like. But the Falls is, is it, it's a very cool place to see. And then yeah, I, uh, I couldn't imagine being in front of it. It makes you realize how small you really are in this world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then the last place I got on my list, which you're going to think is probably weird for me to say this, but it's actually Lynchburg. Dude, uh, no bullshit. I, I'm feeling that we did a lot of shit in Lynchburg. Dude, Lynchburg in Virginia is like our second home. Like I It think, was for a long time. I think Lynchburg was more of a home than Front Royal was for you. <clears throat> but it, it was, it was a like, good place to it. go. Fredericksburg, Lynchburg, and Virginia Beach. Like, we were always there. We were always there, but nothing is more home to me than Front Royal. Shut up. But it, so, it was one of my favorite places to be. Like, because we had so many friends there. We did. And, and the venue that we always played there at that church. Like, yeah. Mercy Screams always got a ton of love in Lynchburg. Like, well, the thing is, too. always come out. Bands from Front Royal went to that same place in Lynchburg. Uh, I'm maybe not that same venue, but Lynchburg was like a hub for people like up north to come down south and play. Yeah, and their local scene there was just amazing. It really was. They had a for lot of support. For as small as that town was, man, well, I played a I show in Lynchburg say. like eight years ago, and there was I played it in a fucking gym, and there was still a shit ton of people there. Well, that's what I was going to say, is that their local scene was so good because there's nothing there. It's true. They the had a really good th- Bojangles. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because that made it on my notes about Lynchburg is that when we were on tour, 
and we had a Lynchburg date. The only thing for people that have never been there at that time was a fucking Bojangles and uh, LS <laughs> or Liberty University and the yeah. fucking uh, venue, the church we played at. And That's all that was around. We went to this Bojangles before we had a show there and there was a guy in the parking lot getting uh, served by his female companion in the passenger seat right in broad fucking daylight in the parking lot. I swear to <laughs> hand to God, bro. And we just start cheering this dude on in the middle of the... Like, we can see her doing the things she was doing and we're just like cheering this dude on. It was see, awesome. Can you imagine? He's like, oh, thank you, bitch. <laughs> Let me get you a biscuit or something. <laughs> Like, bro, there's so many places in Lynchburg you could go where you don't have to be in the middle of a Bojangles parking lot. But that, um, on top of all that, I really like Lynchburg because of, like, the mountain views you can get. Like, when you go to the top of, what is it, over by Liberty, you can take that trail all the way up. And it's uh, just fucking I, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. I love the views you can get out Lynchburg. Yeah, there Lynchburg is definitely it's like it's like you leave Front Royal in that area and you go down 81 and it starts to flatten out and then at Lynchburg it starts to build back up. Yeah, I mean it's gorgeous. The only bad thing about Lynchburg was that show we missed. <laughs> <sighs> let me let me tell you people something. <laughs> There's a band called Impending Doom and they were one of the heaviest like I told you in recent episodes I was brought up in Christian metal bands and, and so on and so forth. They were the heaviest Christian band I've ever heard in my entire life. At the time, yes. Just, just a gnarly band. And again, like we've talked about before, Kyle doesn't like going places. So Kyle's like, hits me up. He's like, yo, let's go see Impending Doom in Lynchburg. I pull so... I, I, I fucking call out of work. I tell my mom I'm going somewhere else because we didn't have iPhones at the time. and. I did every dude. I I fucking was just. I told like six lies to get here. <laughs> we get, we we're like thirty minutes out of Kyle's house. We have left. We're down the road thirty minutes. Kyle finds out a certain person is there, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm not fucking going." I'm like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Bro, bro, like it's cool. It's cool. We can go. Just don't worry about it." He's like, "Nope." <laughs> fucking, we're heading back to his house. He's like, yeah, stay the night, bro. And I'm like, bro, just just go to Lynchburg. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing it. And uh, so Kyle fucked me out of seeing Impending Doom that day. And that's my and karma I had to wait. because that's one band I've never got to see. Yep, and I had to wait two more years, but I've seen them four times since. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't invite you to a fucking one of them either. <laughs> Dick. That fucking, I, it, he ruined it. I might have accidentally punched him in the nose once, but yeah, you know, it's well worth it. Yeah. And well I want to say that that punch happened in Lynchburg. Virginia Beach. Virginia. Okay, Virginia. Yeah, it was before him, Virginia Turned Beach. I punched my best friend in the like nose. like a faucet. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what you get. Okay? It was either some kid at the impending doom show or you. And you fucking, you twisted time and it became you. Dude, you punched him fuck out of me on accident allegedly <laughs> <laughs> so um what else you got 
dude, honestly, like I could go on for hours about like stories that I have with um with like going on trips and shit. But I really it just want to hear about your top five. So I told Kyle that I want to talk about top five places that he wants to go visit, that he wants to see. And I told him, don't limit it to the States. Don't limit it to any of that other shit. Just like, where do you want to go? And so I've got five. <laughs> Unfortunately, like three slash four are all related around hunting, but I still want to hear yours. Okay. Uh, I'll keep it short. So I'd like to see Alaska. Um, okay. Because I think seeing the Northern Lights would be really cool. Uh, I'd like to see Hawaii. I've just always wanted to go there. Uh, I think it'd be really cool. A really cool place, like a really beautiful place to see. Okay. Um, and then I'd like to see Compton and Inglewood in California. And I know that's a weird place to say, but because of the love I have for hip hop, the same way mm-hmm. that I felt about going to 8 Mile would be the reason why I would want to go to Compton and Inglewood. Okay. So it would be a very quick drive through. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, bye. <laughs> but <laughs> be the white guy with a cell phone, like taking pictures going down the road. But uh, <laughs> I, I would like to see that. And then I didn't make five, I only made four. But, uh, and this is where you're probably going to be like, bro, good Montana. Uh, I would like to go somewhere where there's nothing. So, like, as we've talked Wyoming. about, like, all of the places that we've been. And, like, I've got to see a lot of shit, dude. I'd like to go somewhere where there's nothing but just, like, scenic landscape. No noise. So, like, except for, like, maybe some running water and streams. No lights except, like, the sun or the moon. Just, like, nothing. Because, I've, like I said, I've done so much. That it would ni- it would be nice to just do nothing. So I would suggest uh, Wyoming. That would be a place where you could just go be alone, where there's absolutely no one fucking around you. But obviously, Montana is a good place to see that because the stars that you see at night are not the fucking same in Montana. Well, see, that's the thing is I've never been a place where you get a star-filled night sky. Right, because of the light pollution yeah. in your area. So, so you gave me four, so I'm going to hit you with this. I just gave you uh, $5,000, but you have to spend it on a ticket. So, so just right now, everything's paid for, works cool, everything's squared away. You have nothing to worry about, but go spend a week somewhere right now. Where are you going? Alaska. Okay. Well, because I think I would get that. Four fucking I need a fifth. I need a fifth for the viewers. The viewers need five. (laughs) Oh, um. Uh, Delaware? No, uh, Delaware's a shithole. <laughs> I've been there I too many times. <laughs> Good hunting, but um, shithole otherwise. Uh, great fucking bars to play shows in, though. Uh, true, true. I would probably pick Australia. Okay, that would be a cool place to 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 like visit. Yeah, I don't think I could ever live there because I follow uh this Australian farmer on social media and. The shit she does, I'm like, man, fuck that. That's no, I'm cool even with like that. Half fun. I'm cool with that. Just let me be in a place where I can see like a zebra, and then like, zebra, like hear people talk like that over there, which I'm not gonna try and impersonate, uh, because I can't. 
uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's but maybe uh, probably Australia. No, maybe like uh, Ireland. I think Ireland would be way cooler than Australia. I actually have a lady I work with that her boyfriend, husband, whatever he is to her, is from Ireland, and he worked for us with us for a little bit. His accent's wild, man. It's just like TV. I mean, it, yeah. to hear him talk was wild. I think I'd go to Ireland. That'd be cool. That'd be a good yeah. uh, cultural place. So, I mean, I'd uh, fit in with my last name, Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my five are like, like slightly based off of hunting, uh, just because there are places that, uh, like there's good duck hunting and there's it's good like country. So, I definitely want to go to Texas. And I really want to go to Texas for the food. I want to go for the hunting because they uh, there's a species of teal um, out there that it's called a cinnamon teal. For those who don't know what it is, look it up. It's uh, a teal's a color. No, hello. <laughs> um, it's a it's like a red duck. I know that sounds weird, but it's a gorgeous duck. I want to go out there and hunt. I want to go um, there and kill it. I'm gonna go there and kill it so I can bring it back. <laughs> um, I want to go to Kansas because. Um, there is a place called Big Kansas Outdoors that puts on really, really good hunts. It's run by this na- dude named Ben. Um, and you can hunt three different species of geese at, at one hunt, which isn't something I have here. And uh, those three species are Canadians, Specklebelly or Tarbelly geese. And It's um, fun to say, Specklebelly. Specklebelly geese and then uh, snow geese. And just being able like, Throughout the year, we have to go to like different places in Maryland and Delaware and stuff to even hunt the snow geese because we can't hunt them here because they're not really around here. So okay. it's really, it would be really cool to go to all three. So I, I too want to go to Alaska. Um, my grandparents have been there three times. And when I told them I'm going to Alaska next year, probably with Gabby for our honeymoon, um, my grandma actually broke. I always bring my grandparents up in the podcast. It's so funny. They're good um, people, dude. I have. I just have so much things with them. But uh, my grandma brought me out two big ass scrapbooks that she made of them in Alaska. Nice. And were showing me places to go, places to eat, and a lot of them. A lot of the funny thing was was with with the uh, the restaurants they would go to. Usually, the picture was either of my grandma or my grandpa holding some type of adult beverage and smiling. And they're like, oh, this place is fucking awesome. And it's a picture of grandma or grandpa holding like a Bloody Mary or something. <laughs> so I always thought that was really funny. Um, I want to go to Ontario. or Is it Ontario or Ontario? Ontario. Ontario. Yeah, Ontario. Whatever. I have it right. It really weird. Um, but I want to go there to go. That's like the mecca of duck hunting. And plus it's gorgeous out there. It's like, it's, it's like from pictures I've seen, it's like farm country Okay, is what it looks like. So I definitely want to go out there to go uh, duck hunting and enjoy that. But the main, like, 100% one of my most prized areas I want to go to is British Columbia. Really? Like if, yeah, dude, I don't know if you've ever done research or looked at the mountains and everything in British Columbia, but it is astonishing. Okay. Like me and Gabby really want to go to Japan. I guess we'll put that as my runner up. Um, because she would fucking love it with all the anime. She's super into anime. Um, I'm super into the food and the culture. 
Uh, so I like it would orange just, chicken. <laughs> yeah, I'll take some noodles. Um, but like, so that's a that's like my runner up where I really want to go in the world. But uh, British Columbia, I would have to put at the top of my list as places I want to go see nice. and not just go there to hunt. That's a good list. Yeah, it's solid list. So, um, but yeah, dude. Well, I'm excited for our fucking trip next Saturday. I'm excited, and I'm sure we'll. We will have one more podcast before we go, but we'll talk about it after uh, uh, on the following week. How much fun we had because I get to take you to my favorite fucking restaurant, Bel Note, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Well, hopefully, it's not mid like Melting Pot. Melting Pot is not mid. You're just fucking. You're a goddamn Yankee, is what <laughs> you are. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, I I had a really good time listening to your fucking tour stories. I've heard them before, but they're even funnier to listen to. Like when I get to hear him in depth and no one else is around interrupting you. Yeah, it was a good time. I, I, I would, like I said, I was like caring about Montana. Oh, dude. I mean, I, I, one day we might just have a Montana episode. I mean, it, it's, uh, I could, I could talk hours about it. I'm There's fine with that like because it. I actually liked doing the hunting episode where it was just you for three hours, just like informing me of shit. I had a headache after that. I'm sure. <laughs> I've I'm never I don't think I've ever consistently <laughs> I just got my gallon in the mail. Um well cool. So uh I don't have anything link uh wise to talk about charities or anything like that, but um go volunteer with your fucking local little leagues. You know, football's still in the swing of things and I'm sure high schools, middle schools and the Pee Wee leagues uh still need your help. So Make sure you go volunteer at your schools. Yeah, I got us covered on the next episode. Hell yeah. Nice. It's about fucking goddamn time that I get a little help around here. Well, you know, I'd be uh, pants up. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be doing searches and stuff <laughs> on Google. I'd be Googling. Yeah, go, go help your community. Fall time's almost here. Stop it's being a piece of shit. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Stop sitting in your house with you a You want to be a piece foot. of shit? You go to fucking New Jersey where the other pieces of shit are paying $11 for a fucking pack of cigarettes and an Arnie Palmy. All right, dude. Well, I, uh, I'll talk to you next week and I'll see you on Saturday. All right. Later. Later.